All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hey there it's michelle norris i'm host of a podcast called your mama's kitchen when i travel i'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when i'm not at home and one of the things i love to do when i am at home is entertain and airbnb allows me to do that when i was in california recently i rented a house that had a great kitchen and when we were sitting around the table we're all thinking we're in someone else's house someone could be in all of our homes as well If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Coming in hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Coming In Hot. Uh, I'm Brent Wallace alongside Jason York and Bobby Ryan. Uh, good 4 nothing win for the Ottawa Senators. Nothing happened after the first period, gentlemen. <laughs> I thought we were watching EJ's last period for a minute. <laughs> what a, no, we can't what start a- there. No, what no. A, they would never no, no, no. do that anyway. They're like they're gonna what let a, them come back on the bird first. <laughs> what a roller coaster, right? Like that was crazy. Yeah. Did yeah. it feel like Cobb. neither team was ever in the game? It was a weird one, wasn't it? It just I don't know. All right, so explain to me uh, as you guys played the game, uh, and then Mike Johnson re- uh, referred to it. I think in the second period when you could, they were like Ottawa is not playing that well despite being up four or nothing, and you could mm-hmm. feel it change a little. Like, did Detroit play that much better? early on i don't know what the third period was because it just seemed like neither team wanted to lose yeah it's kind of yeah um i I think that's what if you're a coach and you sense that or if you're a player that's a veteran and you you can feel the ice tilt you can feel the momentum switch during a game you can be up maybe not for nothing but you can be up two goals and feel like you're gonna lose the game four four is a little hard to do um and that's where somebody's got to step in and say we need to slow this down Maybe t- you don't want to burn a timeout, but slow it down. Um, find ways to get some stoppages. Um, so, yeah, you absolutely are aware of what's going on when the ice is tilting against you. 
It feels like okay, you can't do anything right. Here's a question I have for both of you, Yorkie, and that's okay, yeah, would you have pulled James Reimer after the fourth goal? I think he gave up four goals on 10 or 11 shots. Optimus Rhyme, take him out. I love that name, by the way. Um, I don't know. Maybe. But, hey, they, good thing they kept him in because he played pretty good after that. Um, yeah, he settled down fine. Yeah, it's. I'm just looking at the shots, and, and Ottawa had – they scored on three of their nine shots in the first period. Like, how's that shooting percentage for you? And the puck was just finding guys. It just seemed like one of those nights – where everything was going to go, or afternoons, I guess, in Sweden, was going to go Ottawa's way. And sometimes yeah. as a player, you, it's it's going so good for you, you think it's just going to continue on. And I just think they stopped doing the little things, like mm -hmm. picking up your guys on face-offs, blocking out for another. You have five guys. Like, how many times you see five guys back? But everyone's kind of waiting and watching. So you, to me, they just did way too much watching. Once they yep. got up in that game, and then all of a sudden, oh boy, uh, good thing for Timmy Stutzler in, in overtime. And Brady almost ended it too. He had a great opportunity as well. But yeah. just you got up, you're in Sweden, you, you you relaxed, and be honest too. On two of the goals, the one goes off Perron's back, and the other one, your Vente falls down. That's unfortunate. Both of those plays, but still, there's a lot of other opportunities. So I just, it, to me, it went too well for them at the beginning, and they didn't really earn what they got like it was right. just happening for them so that's they just you know at the end of the day they they they, they won it but it was uh man it, it looked like they had no chance of winning once that game got tied up yeah i i agree i the amount of um zone entries for detroit that were odd numbers like like detroit had two coming against five so all five guys are back in the picture but they're felt like they all thought point night was coming and they all started just mm. circling and being puck focused and not looking like that game could have been over. If Goss's stick doesn't break on that one, the guy went around the net and all five players just tracked immediately towards the puck and Goss's yeah. bear standing in the slot breaks a twig. But there was a, like, there was like a two on five to start the play. Um, so guys just got puck focused and I would agree. They, they did a lot of watching in the second, third, mm -hmm. not, not so much the third, in the second. We got a bunch of videos we're, we're yep. going to show later. Yep. You want to get into those yet, Wally? All right. Yeah, we can. Okay, hang on one sec. Let's just do some work before I get too carried away. Because also, Frank Cervelli is in Sweden. He's at the game. Uh, he's just waiting for it to quiet down, and he's going to hop on and join us uh, so we oh, can nice. chat with him about how things are going over in Sweden. Um, but as always, this show is proudly presented by Botano. Uh, Botano is the 2023 EGR award winner for both the best sports book operator of the year and best in play sports operator. Uh, visit botano.ca or download their award winning app, the fastest, most user friendly and advanced betting app for your mobile or tablet. Hundreds of betting options for all things hockey and nearly every other sport on the planet for that matter. Live in game betting and the most competitive odds in the market. Botano, the game starts now. And I will say I needed one more Giroux assist to get both two points and two assists. I would have won like 100 bucks. Are you betting again, point. Wally? Look at you go. Well, it's. It's free money. I, I use your credit card. <laughs> this this so. one, this one right here. Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody take Detroit in our in our? No, we all went. We all took the Sennies. Okay. No, Not we'll get enough. to. Uh, they play Minnesota yeah. now on Saturday at eleven. We'll uh, see what your picks are for that one. If we can, uh, I I don't know if that's as easy, but we'll see. Um, right. Also, this show proudly presented by BEI. I'm going to leave this up to Bob. 
BEI. I <laughs> am. Oh, you you got it up there for me. This show is built by BEI, heavy civil general contractor in both the public and private sectors. You can contact Bonisher Excavating for equipment rentals, aggregate and topsoil sales, hauling and floating. They move stuff. Hot mix paving, commercial public, and residential concrete formwork. Visit BonisherExcavating.com or give them a call at 613-432-1120. BEI is helping to shape the Ottawa Valley. And as always, please slow down in construction zones. Yeah, I got them. I was wondering if Yorkie, I was hoping if Yorkie wasn't sleeping on that one. <laughs> um, before, all right. Let, you know what, uh, Gavin, fire up uh, Yorkie bits. Let's go right to it. Fire it up. Which one do we got, Gavin? Oh, this oh, is... I, oh I thought we had the opening. Ah, oh, disappointing. Okay. Yeah, um, this is I the first one you wanted, if I'm not mistaken. With yeah, this is just stuff. more to the good. But um, you know, I thought I thought Stutzler was fantastic today. Like he's still going to make mistakes in his own zone and some some coverage issues of watching in his own zone. But man, Bobby, just when you watch G and Timmy play together especially offensively, they got that perfect mix, right? They Claude do. slows it down. And right here at center, it's right here, slow it down. He's flying a million miles an hour. And as a defenseman, when Stutzler's coming at you with that kind of speed, like, good luck. You you, yeah. you ain't stopping him. It's it's a little bit similar to, to Connor McDavid. He doesn't have that McDavid, you know, gear that nobody else has. But they just seem to know where each other are. And, and you could see why you keep going back to them and, at the end of the day, it was Stutzler that won the game. Like he knocked yeah. that out of the air and, and and made something happen. But man, he's just so much fun to watch. And this is when people talk about, well, why are the Sens so bad in their zone? What what they make mistakes? Like we'll go back and look at it. We're gonna go look at the one goal later on in the show. But Timmy's one of the main culprits later on defensively, and that's what's gonna happen because I've said this all along. Like. He's still learning the game big time in his own zone. Everything yeah. he does on the ice is so instinctual, and it's a lot of God-given talent that he just has, and it just it takes a while to learn, and there's going to be growing pains because he plays so much, and when he's in his own zone, he's going to make mistakes. But, man, did he ever make up for it on that OT winner, Bob? Yes, he did. Yeah. it's. I love the way that they vibe off of each other. G gets the center of the ice there and just kind of – the way he the way he slows things down makes those defensemen just kind of bite a little bit and that just releases Tim with the speed wide and they do it all over the ice so well together so um yeah that's the only that's the only split that I don't think we'll see all year if we're being honest those two, yeah, two I, together yeah they just they just Claude is so smart because it's hard Bob to play with you would know this to play with really talented players and not that Claude isn't a talented player in his own right, to, to figure out how to compliment a guy like Stutzel. It's it's an art form. It is, yeah. Yeah, and he just, um, like you said, he's a cerebral player, right? Claude, he's like, okay, if I'm going to be having a, a superstar on my side here, um, what do I need to do? And he finds ways to get to change his game a little bit very, very easily. Yeah. Very adaptable um, player. I, I would love to show that because everyone – Everybody watching tonight's talking about the sense to structure, structure, structure. It's just, I love it. Everyone just talks about structure. But this is actually a one example on the one goal. It's the cross ice goal to Debrinket. I don't know if, if you got it loaded up or not, Gavin, the cross ice goal. Um, yep. They're all back in the zone here. Like, stop it right there. Like, count the senators. One, two, th you have five senators in your picture there, fellas. There's no way 
a pass should be able to get from the boards across the seam to Debrinket, especially if I'm a defenseman and I'm on the ice or a weak side winger. I know where the cat's going to be hanging out. He hates being inside traffic. He's always going to be on the outside and hoping for one of these plays. That's that's what he does, right? So if you look at the play right here, Timmy's going for a Toda. <laughs> so watch, and this is what I'm this is what I'm talking about, Timmy guys. Uh, no, when no, we can't come... show Alex to bring it smiling. Sorry. No, but if we just show, <laughs> I'll show you why this goal happens. And people will talk about structure, but it's it's puck watching. It's if if it's Timmy coming back into the zone of the center, and if you watch him at the top of your screen there, watch him come in. Here he is in a glide, 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 and he's going to a guy that the defenseman already has. And uh, here he comes, puck focused, and. Like you're basically leaving the middle of the ice to go to an area for no reason whatsoever. If nope. he just stops in the high slot, nothing bad happens. Nothing bad happens. You could maybe say Drew over on the weak side should have that guy. But Bob, what's what's the responsibility of that of, of that guy coming back in the zone? Does he need to come over and help us defenseman like that? Um Stutzla, no, no. His number one role is so there is a moment there where the puck kicks out the comfort and he actually has some great poise not to just go down the wall. He stays there for a second, makes Ottawa kind of shuffle around a little bit and drops it off to Gostas bear in the corner. But G's not, G's not supposed to be on that guy either. Ideally in that world, your defenseman is net front, right? And yeah. your first forward back, Timmy stops in the middle and then redeploys that guy. Debrink gets useless over there. If they follow the structure, and yeah. people are blaming the structure that is not being followed in that one. That's a coaching moment. That's all that is. Timmy's a young kid that made a mistake. He obviously goes back and makes up for it. There's nobody there. And G can probably cheat down to that guy a little bit. But if he cheats down yeah. to them, the other defenseman's wide open. So yeah. he put G in no man's land where he can't win. Yeah. Yeah. And all it is, is all it is. is a, and I'm, I was the king of the flyby. But um, <laughs> can you, I, could you yeah. go back, Gavin? Could you just go back and show the, the picture where we see it? Because I just want people to understand what like a little breakdown of and we'll call it structure. But it's just one person making a bad decision right there. If you count the bodies in this in this position to bring it is way over on the far side of the screen. You have one, two, three, four, five senators back. So basically this play right here is a two on five. That's what it is. And you got <laughs> and, like, it's a two on five. That's going to breed five guys. So if Stutza just stops in the high slot, nothing's bad. And I, and I, you know, I can see what the one defenseman is doing, but even him, like, I, I think that was Zub over on the far side, like, He's not in a great position either. Like he should be on the other side of his player. So it's just five guys back, but nobody taking charge. And, and Timmy just making another young player's mistake of, of coasting back into the zone. Hey, we're we're pointing the finger at Stutzla, but he did way more good than bad tonight, just yeah. to be clear. And he won the game for the Senators. But hey, you show me a, a star player, and I'll show you a ton of these bad mistakes they make a game. And you know, you could look at uh, lots of guys around the league, Bob, like Afghani Malkin. Take, take look, a look at, at a couple at Edmonton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it, it happens all over, but you know, we, uh, when a team's struggling right now, you, people are very critical.
I don't know who I, Gavin was very, very interested in getting that clip in. And I have to say that Timmy did not make that pass on purpose, but we're, yeah. <laughs> we're going to praise We're going to pump his tires and say what a great pass it was, but he wasn't giving that to uh, Drew. That went off the skate right to him, didn't it? It sure looked good. It yeah, sure looked, I, I looked good. great. Don't get me wrong. I had a, a lot of plays like that. A lot of goals where I was shooting high glove that went in middle of the net somehow. <laughs> I'll take them. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just love because a lot of guys can make plays in the NHL, but very few guys can do it at that high of a speed. Like when yeah. you're going that fast and to be able to navigate through traffic, handle the puck and make decisions and passes, it's, 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 it's unreal. And that's, Impressive. that's what makes Stutzler so good. Uh, by the way, Tim Stutzler played 25-55 for the, uh, oh. I think that's the, oh, there's, there's one more who played more, but uh, that's the seventh time in his career he's played over 25 minutes. Who, gentlemen, do you think uh, played the most among forwards? If you stop looking at the sheet, Yorkie. Uh, bu- 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 Actually, a game high, by the way. Maybe Kachuk? Claude Giroux oh, played uh, 2652. Oh, Jake Sanderson played 2653. Giroux played 26 minutes. You know what? He takes a lot of D. De- you know what? He took he takes a lot of uh D zone penalties on the penalty kill and sometimes gets caught out there. Yeah. If he if he does lose it for a bit. Um yeah, well, yeah, well that makes sense. Those two are playing together, he, right? Stutzel and Giroux. So he played really I thought Claude Giroux played a really good game. Man, he was he's, solid. Yeah, he was solid. He's always solid. I mean, it's it's rare to say he was off. He's so, uh, for a guy his age, he's so he's still so competitive, right? Like, yep. he has so much fire in the belly still. All right. He we're just... going live to Sweden now. Uh, should be standing by or sitting, I guess, probably is a better way to put it. Is Frank Cervelli? Hey. There he is. Hey, guys. Hey, Frank, how are you? I am good. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm here in Sweden, and the uh, the security crew is they're trying to kick me out. They don't like that. I'm standing here doing this right now. They kind of want to go home. Okay. Well, we'll make it quick then. Um, probably nothing to do with you wanting to get back out and to enjoy a little Stockholm, which I would totally appreciate if you did. Hey, it's already 1130. I'm saving myself for myself. <laughs> there you go. Uh, what did you make of today's game? Uh, since you were live and inside? Well, uh, for a while there, it seemed like the Red Wings forgot to show up that their time mm. zones were messed up. <laughs> and then the Sens went into a coma and then they steadied the ship. And maybe the easiest way to say it is kind of hung on for dear life and pulled this out. And that Stutzla overtime goal is going to stay with me for a while. It's about as pretty as it gets. It's mm-hmm. amazing goal. So yeah. um, do you think this win was all about Daniel Alfredson? I'm just kidding, but it was good to see him behind the bench. <laughs> He did get an ovation here. Uh, they went to him during the uh, media timeout. And so, yeah, he did get a nice round of applause. Not as big as Nick Lidstrom before the game, and maybe understandably <laughs> so. But I thought it was fascinating that he was on the bench. And look, I know that this may be a nice gesture because it's Sweden, but we all know how big of a deal it is having Daniel Offordson back in the organization and, and front and center. I just, I can't help but feel like there's something a little more to it. And maybe I'm mm. reading too much into it. And I know he said that this was at the invitation of the coaching staff and good on them, but it sure does feel like a team that has been off to a certainly rocky start has a hall of famer on their bench to either help steady things down or 
someone that has a direct line to management. Hmm. Did you see Alfie talk much? I, I, I know you weren't focused on him, but I'm just curious. Every time they went to a shot of him, he didn't seem to be talking. So I was just curious if you saw him get very involved. I did not. Um, yeah. I wasn't paying that close attention to him specifically. But what I did notice about the Sens bench today that I thought was really interesting and maybe not even abnormal because you do see it from time to time. But I saw a lot of barking from Brady Kachuk and also Claude Giroux. You mentioned that he led the night in minutes and not really surprised based on how the game unfolded and the way he played, but he was certainly in a few people's faces and in their kitchens at varying points during this game. Do you take it as they were a little cranky after the first? Oh, well, I guess they would have been happier after this, the first. Been yeah, the second, the second. Yeah, that's part of it. But I also think, um, look, I try not to read too much into these things, but being uh, and and watching and paying attention to the morning skate, um, there was two totally different teams out there this morning. There was a loosey goosey, uh, very excited, yapping, chirping Red Wings team, and then there was a very serious, buttoned up we're in this to win with an intensity uh, mentality from the Sens that I noticed this morning that look, you could probably chart. You guys have been there a million different times. Good morning skate means nothing. A bad morning skate, you know, means nothing. It works both ways, but I couldn't help but notice the business like mentality that the Sens brought here. So Frank, I guess it worked for the start, right? (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, it, you could probably do without that entire second period. Oh, was that bad? Eh? Was it? Was it as bad live as it was watching it on TV? Like I think it was were... worse because you're probably <laughs> watching it. Uh, and and the second one went in, and as soon as the second one in went in, I was like, "Yep, there's no way this game isn't tied." Wow, yeah. you could feel it, eh? You could mm-hmm. you could sense it in the building. You can feel the ice tilting that much. You could. And by the way, um, this crowd was excellent. And yeah. I know it's mostly pro Red Wing, although, of course, there are a, a smattering of Sens fans and definitely some people that that came over from Germany as well for Tim Stutzla. There are fans here from all over. Met a guy earlier today from Scotland. Um, I had Sens fans on my flight over here. They're everywhere. But this was a great building to watch hockey. And, you know, there's people from all different fan bases, Kings fans, Florida Panther fans, if you can believe that, that have flocked here to Stockholm to see it. And the intensity in the building, like it felt like you were, you know, in Montreal, for instance, on a Saturday night. Um, It was that good. There were that many people that were tuned into every aspect of this game. It's a great building to play in. It's it's absolutely, it's one of my favorite buildings that I've been fortunate enough to play in. Uh, Have you ever gotten there, Yorkie? Was that the same rink we broadcasted in, Wally? I was there in 2017 with working with a young cub reporter, Brent Wallace. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's an incredible building. And they they, uh, they love their hockey. It was good. Uh, quickly, before we let you go, because I don't want you to get arrested or anything, is um, <laughs> did you talk to Gary? Was there much said about whether uh, any update, I guess you could say, on um, the, the first round pick? I know it was asked if... Gary would ever look at possibly thinking over and not or rescinding the first round pick, but did any of that stuff come up? 
today. It did. Um, actually, I have my uh, my quotes in front of me, and I thought it was really interesting because he was asked first about his reaction to what Michael Anlauer said in that press conference, and he was like, look, uh, I'm not going to get into a public debate. He said, I don't think that's constructive for me, him, or the league, but he said he's more than comfortable with um, what the league the actions the league took not only on the first round pick, but also on the Shane Pinto suspension. And he was asked specifically about that devil's first round pick that ended up being uh, sort of given back to them. Um, does he consider this matter closed? Is there a path to eventually get that pick back? He said, I consider the matter closed, but I'm always open to dialogue with owners on any subject that they want to engage in at any point in time. He said, doesn't mean we're inviting that dialogue. It doesn't mean that there will be a change, but Michael is always free to talk to me and he's always free to express himself as he did, even if I happen to not agree. So it was pretty obvious that he was not very happy with, um, as you might expect, Michael Anlauer's comments, but feels pretty justified in the decisions that he made. Well, fair enough. I, I, I get a feeling if Gary comes down with the decision, it's not likely to be, Looked at again is pretty much how I've always felt with. Just you know. ask the guys who have been appealing suspensions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Has my uh, all right, Frank, I appreciate your time. Um, enjoy the rest of uh, Stockholm. It's beautiful, as you know. And so uh, thank you for hopping in. We appreciate Frank, it. Frank, what's the uh, what's the plan for the rest of the night? Stockholm, what's going on? <laughs> I was trying to get him out before I got him. I want to know. Uh, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm not going to get into too much trouble tonight. I uh, I have one more hit to do for radio. I've got a story to finish. And we'll see what that leaves left on the clock when that's over. Right. The clock's always running in Stockholm. It's, it's <laughs> the city never sleeps. Yeah, enjoy. Thanks, guys. See ya. See ya, Frank. See ya, there Frank. goes Frank Cervelli from dailyfaceoff.com. Uh, I appreciate him stopping by. Is it still is it still like 25 bucks a beer? And it's, it's freaking expensive there, Wally. It's it's insane. Um, I remember I had three beers at the bar in Norway, in Oslo, Norway. Um, gosh, 2013. Forty-seven dollars. <laughs> she brought it. She brought me the check. I said, "Take this back." <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> I'll have the ice water. Give me that. Uh, be Switzerland. Your water. Switzerland's expensive. Uh, yeah. Switzerland's expensive, and you don't tip over there either. No, I it's didn't included. That. You can't. Give <laughs> <laughs> me, bro. Be, uh... All right, we're we're moving on. Uh, we got too much to get into the show before uh, everybody wants to get there. Yorkie's already ready for his 5.30 meal, so uh, his supper. Uh, this <laughs> we're show, going the, uh, We're going out later. We're going out for dinner. Oh, yeah? Well, yeah. Once again, I didn't get invited. Uh, this show brought to you by Sober Carpenter. Uh, our good friends over at Sober Carpenter. Real craft beer. No alcohol. Uh, hold the alcohol. Keep the flavor. Only 55 or 60 calories per can. Enjoy a range of non-alcoholic beers. So good that you won't have to compromise on taste if you want a healthier lifestyle. Enjoy a wide selection of beers, including Blondale, West Coast IPA, Irish Red. I look for it. Sobeys, Loblaws, Whole Foods, Metro, Farm Boy, and other retailers. And you can go online and order it. Now, just so you know, uh, there is a pre, um, pre-Black pre Friday sale, if you will. Two cases. Get the second one, 50% off, plus free shipping. 12 cans. That's the 473 milliliters. Uh, you can do that now between now and November 19th for... Uh, Second one, 50% off the cases. All right, gentlemen. Speaking of uh, good times in Stockholm, the Sens now 4-0-1 uh, in their travels over to the, well, it's now the Avicii Arena, the Globe Arena, as we like to call it. Uh, but time now for our 
hot performer of the day. Uh, brought to you as always by DoorDash. Uh, skip the line, skip everything, and go to DoorDash if you will. Um, I don't know if Gavin has it queued up or not, but if not, we'll just come back to it. DoorDash. Uh, <laughs> do you know there's only? Oh, there we go. Okay, so our hot performer of the day uh, is Brady Kachuk. His second, or sorry, his fifth multi-goal game of the season that ties his career high. Now he's done it each of the last two years. If you're wondering, the record for most multi-goal games in a season is held by Danny Heatley and Daniel Alfredson. They had 11, um, Heatley in 06-07 and Alfie in 07-08. So plenty of time for one Brady Kachuk to join that group. Uh, now 15 multi-goal games in his career. Only one hat trick. Thought he was going to have a hat trick at the end of overtime. He had a chance to win it. What's he on pace for? My uh, 45 go. goal predictions yeah. looking pretty good. Uh, I, I was waiting for you to bring up that. Yeah, if you know, I picked uh, Brady Kachuk to have 75 goals. Oh, right, let's pat myself on the back here. <laughs> uh, Brady, I thought Brady had a good game. He is really good, yeah. He had eight yeah. shots on goal. Eight? Mm -hmm. that, yeah. I saw somebody took the over-under on four, and I said, that's an over every night. You just never know how many wax he's going to get in there, but he's always going to get a couple. Yeah. Um, he was really good. Or, uh, nobody was good in the second, but he was good. He was good all night. For the most part two goals two goals dash two 21 45 yeah eight shots one for hit. three on the draws uh only one hit but uh three takeaways they were stingy on the takeaways there tonight tonight in sweden i don't think they count those i think nobody else on the team had a takeaway besides matthew joseph so you telling me there were only four takeaways in one game Come on. Yeah, no, no. They they well, might they, not understand what they um, takeaway is defined as over there. Right, they're friendlier in Sweden. They don't want to give somebody a giveaway, so they don't work with the takeaways. Take either, a takeaway. Right? Well, they're very nice. So, <laughs> but I did know, like I've done the other two times that they've gone to Sweden. I've never found these games to ever be really over physical, overly physical. I should say they just seem to be right. Everybody spends that first period trying to figure it all out. But I, I will know. say that I thought. Jacob Bernard Docker, yeah, was a, a he was a noticeable player on the ice tonight in the way he played physically. I've never seen him play that physical style a game, if you will. I like even had a hit late in the third, so I'll give him three big hits. Yeah, and I don't remember anybody else really playing that kind of style. It's surprising for me. Well, he's smart, Wally. He's he's sorry, Bobby. He's smart because if if I'm looking how I'm going to stay on this team full time, yeah, nobody else does that. Yeah. Like Zub is a cerebral smart player. Uh Chikrin, Sanderson, Shabby, Branstrom. Like Hamannick blocks shots, but he doesn't really lay any big hits. He's just he's just out there trying to I'm not gonna say survive, but just not make any mistakes. So yeah. There that's a that's that's a role that he should try and really fill because it'll 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 help him be a full time NHLer. Yeah, I think, you, and he was good with his reads tonight. So it's it's easy to get a couple of those hits, right? Um, when you're in position the way he was, not giving up any space and time. To, I think it was Valeno that he caught early, um, and he just pinched. He pinched well all the time. He had he had a bunch of good. That was the hit there. It's a great pinch. Great, he's not giving up any time or space. That and that that's one that hurts, man. Those are the ones that hurt. The big hit. Yeah. It's a nice play too as a defenseman. And anytime you notice it's a one on two in the neutral zone, that that offside D can come across like that because he's got mm -hmm. support. Good read, yeah. Because he wasn't doing that 
earlier on. Maybe no. he's starting to feel more comfortable now, right? He's a little more comfortable, has a few games under his belt. And it's nice. It's it's nice to be in the top four, at least on paper, right? It gives you a little confidence. So, yeah, seeing a different side of him. Yep. And he's not moving probably anytime soon, right? Out of the top four, he played 1843. Yeah. Uh, he was credited for three hits, team leading. Um, uh, most cider, earning, by the he's way, he's earning his ice time right now. I really do. I think he's been. I think he's yeah. been pretty, pretty quietly good. Uh, most cider, uh, twenty nine fifty four, so thirty minutes, seven hits. Um, he, he's always he's one of those guys that flies under the radar a bit. Just to talk about the Detroit Red Wings, I really like his game. I don't know that he gets all the attention, or maybe, maybe we just don't talk about him, but. Uh, I, you know him, do you not, Bob? No. Hello? Oh, is he uh, gone? Oh, Snyder? Sorry? Yeah. Most uh, yeah. I, well, just through a training camp. Um, and really, really good kid. And you could see yeah. through that training camp, you're like, this kid is going to be unbelievable. Just the poise that he had. It, like when I when I got to my first couple of camps, York, I was like, I'll dip my toe in. I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> I don't want to shoot the right? puck on a two on one. Like that's how I felt. Um, he came right in and just was like, yep, this is my ice. I'm good. I'm, I'll in the younger generation is doing that all the time, but he was very, very, he started himself really well um, right out of the gate. Bob, who are you taking? You're starting a team. You taking cider. Or you taking Sanderson. Oh man. Um, Cause they couldn't be more <laughs> different. Um, wow. Different players. eh? but for today, I know who I, I I'm t- for today's game, the way it's played. I no brainer for me. I'm taking Sanderson. Are you? Just um, so many, just so many things. It's just a matter of how you want to build your team. But I would probably say Sanderson as well. What yeah. doesn't most cider do for you, Yorkie? He doesn't have the up. He doesn't have the upside. I think that that Sanderson has offensive. Like when I watch Sanderson transport the puck, which is probably one of the most important things you need to be. If you watch Sanderson go back for pucks, he'll take a puck. That probably 99% of, not 99, I'll say 90% of defensemen would rim it because that's really the smartest play you can do where he'll get on his edges, do an escape move and make a, make a stick to stick pass. Most cider can't do that. He doesn't have this. He doesn't have the agility and in tight skating that Sanderson has. And when it when and I, I'm just fascinated to see when when Ottawa does get to the playoffs because those little types of plays because the forechecking gets heavier in the playoffs that's when it's it really becomes valuable and and to be fair too I haven't watched Cider as much as obviously as much as I yeah, watched yeah. Sanderson but I'm just I'm so impressed with the little intricacies of his game and that is because you always talk about a first pass defenseman but now a first pass defenseman has to go back and make an escape move first he's just that just goes to me. Not enough people talk about that in Sanderson's game, his ability to do that on tough dump-ins and tough retrievals. He turns tough retrievals into routine breakouts. It's crazy. It's pretty impressive. He he had one today where he stepped on the ice. Somebody made a bad change. The puck was going back into the defensive zone. He had a guy that was completely flat with him. Sanderson pulled yeah. the puck and took four strides, and he was up the ice and just can and absolutely left somebody behind him I just thought I like you forget how good of a skater he is sometimes and then you watch him do something like that and you're like he's not just good on his edges he's very very he's so powerful um he's I mean he's got to be light so he could be get going that fast that quick I'm like I never had that in my game Yorkie 
<laughs> how about that? How about that? How about that incredible stash he's rocking right now, too? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw a picture of him. Yeah, unbelievable. So when Ian Mendes' athletic article today came out that uh, his nickname is The Snake, or Jake the Snake, I guess. Uh, yeah. Also has the snake logo on his stick, uh, has hats. He's, <laughs> he's into the merchandise now. Do we like oh. the, the nickname as opposed to Sandy? Yeah, way better than Sandy. Like Sandy. <laughs> Sandy's snake. got no imagination. It's like, bleh. That's every, <laughs> that's, yeah, but that's every, that's every nickname in hockey. Just add a Y and call it a Whitey. Day. Yeah. <laughs> Whitey, Wally, Yorkie. Yorkie. Bobby, Bobby never had one. Cause it was just Bobby. No, I, I non, non nickname name right here. Like, Bobby. What do, boy, what do the boys call you? Uh, I'm Bobby. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> did you, did anybody ever try to give you some kind of nickname? Uh, Cam Fowler gave me a good one in Anaheim. Nine train, the nine, nine train, the nine train. Yeah, I like that one. That was good. But that's you, about it. Do I? Can you explain that? I was number nine, <laughs> so he say all aboard the nine train before games from time to time. Didn't catch on. I got you. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> but How just bubble, guys, yeah. Bubble. When guys try, when guys try and give them themselves nicknames, it never works out well. Usually, because you yeah. you give yourself a bad nickname, and uh, the boys go can't. out of your way not to call you yep. by what you want to be called. Oh, oh, god. Who, who uh, did that? Yeah. Go ahead. All right, <laughs> we're moving on because I just got to get through some stuff before I want to get yeah, back yeah. to Alfie for a sec. Uh, time for Wendy's. Did you know? Brought to you by Wendy's Face-Off Survivor Pool. Uh, Wendy's is letting you win real food with your fantasy teams this year with the Daily Face-Off Survivor Pool. Uh, they're rewarding you with weekly prizes, although I'm out for the week. If you get one wrong, you have to wait till the next week to start all over again. Uh, download the Wendy's app and score yourself 150 bonus reward points on your first order and grab a sweet victory from the mouth-watering jaws of defeat, along with some fresh, never-frozen beef. Put your prediction skills to the test and score yourself 1,300 bonus points if you win the week. Use your points to grab your favorite menu items at Wendy's. Sign up today to play Wendy's Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool at dailyfaceoff.com and win weekly prizes like the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's, which will be great right about now. Uh, download the Wendy's app. Wendy's, we keep it fresh. Now for Did You Know. Did you know Eric Carlson leads all Suns players in points uh, scored at the Avicii Arena? Uh, Carlson assisted on four of the Suns, eight goals scored in Ottawa's two wins versus Colorado in 2018. Um, Brady Kachuk, two more points tomorrow, or actually... Yeah, and Tim Stitzel, they could pass. I guess it's not tomorrow. It's on Saturday. But we'll keep an update on that to see who is the Senators' leading scorer at the Avicii Arena. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Thank you. Yeah, nice, nice to know. <laughs> this is our need to know. If you, uh, if you ask me any stat that comes to points, I'm always just going to say Carl first, and I have a pretty good chance. Yes, Carl or Alfie. Just Alfie. one of the other. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. very true. So the heater yeah. though, the heater in the goal in the goal department, a lot, a lot of heaters, right? True. Yeah. yeah, very true. Hey, the uh, heater, the heater is a uh, scout in Philly now. Did you guys hear that? I know. I know. I have been trying for two years to get him on the show. So well, listen. He at some point, my, he's gonna he either block me or he's going to come on. Bobby rented my house for a year. Yeah, yeah, you told never, me. Yeah, we never, never spoke. spoke. I've never spoken to the guy. <laughs> it's so the dream, weird. Isn't that the dream renter, though? <laughs> well, it's like we at least got to have one conversation where we shoot the shit on the phone for a bit. Tell me what's going on. You like the house? You happy? Nothing. It's just weird. <laughs> Ghosted. <laughs> I, have rent, I have renters right now at my other place in Georgia for a couple <laughs> more weeks and. I'm going back and forth with them because I'm getting utilities and whatever from them. I'm like, I you know, wanna, I didn't want to make more all, friends. <laughs> like all, all the utilities. <laughs> all I'll say is when when I came back, you'll love this, uh, Bob. When I came back, there must have been eight garbage bags of empty Coors Light cans at the road. <laughs> oh, I believe that. Yeah, <laughs> just a, just and there was no party there. That's a me. <laughs> it was a solo mission. That was a solo mission, <laughs> but it was clean. He cleaned up. Oh, the house was spotless. I, hey, See? I, heater's very, he's very neat, very clean. <laughs> no All right. Uh, I want to get back to Alfie. Okay. And I want to know if you guys think it's more than just two games. Is this like an audition? Should we read more into it? I think there's more here than him getting two games on the bench. Yorkie, you know Alfie. Um, okay, well, let's look at the coaching staff right now. You have how many coaches went on the bench? You got DJ Smith, you got Jack Capiano, you got Davis Payne. Um, I know Bob Jones is you know, he's dealing with ALS, and you've got uh, Ben Sexton. Ben Sexton. So when, when ben, Bob Jones isn't on the bench, Ben Sexton is on the bench. Usually, this is how it goes. Yeah, it uh, yeah, it's I a don't little crowded. No, it's a little crowded, and I always find it's it's you can see so much more from up in the stands where if you're going to use the knowledge of a Daniel Alfredson, it, it might be better to have him up top. Um, because really during a game, you can't really guys are so ultra focused when a coach tells you something, it everything's happening too fast. It's, it's more after the fact where I think Alfie can help like talk, take a guy aside the next day of practice and say, Hey, I saw this, you know, maybe try this, try that. I think to me, at least that's is where he could be more beneficial. I, I think he would be a little bit wasted with so many bodies on the bench where I'd, I'd rather have him up top. 
Um, I would too. Right. I like if, if, if he was there as a primary coach, that's different because then, then you're like between periods, like between periods as a head coach, you go in, like how many guys do you want telling you stuff? I see this. I see that. I, that's, that's a lot of voices in one room, right? Sure. So, and, and also too, like, all right, so, okay, but hold on, Yorkie, then. What is the point to Bob Jones and or Ben Sexton, for that matter? And, I, and I'm not asking about their qualifications. I'm just saying if you've got a forward yeah. guy and you've got your yeah. uh, D guy, do you need them on the bench either? No. I, I, like, it feels to really. me like it's almost like a football lineup these days, looking yeah, behind the bench of, of it's NHL a monkey see. It's a monkey see, monkey do league. It's like... Yeah. Why do you think coaches now stay at the rink so long? You really don't need to stay at the rink that long, but they know the other teams are doing it. So it's like it's like the guy at the office. He knows somebody gets in it's at eight, he's getting there at seven. It's like yes, it's like it's like at the end of an NHL practice, it's hilarious because you watch guys, especially a pregame skate. Everyone's got to make themselves valid. You have to validate your jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Why you're there? Why you're making so much money? It's, it's, uh, I was just at, I was laughing because I brought, I was at the Montreal, uh, I did the Montreal Calgary game and nothing's changed, Bob, after practice on a pregame skate. That's like, if you're a young guy, you don't want to get off the ice first. And then the coaches are out there. You got to shoot pucks. And I always just wanted to get off the ice and get ready for the game. But you, yeah. you gotta, you gotta look busy. You gotta, you gotta, yeah. You gotta get busy looking busy. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I mean, I, I wish I didn't disagree with everything you said. I do agree with the fact that there's <laughs> like, the, I ha, I don't even have anything to elaborate on. Cause you nailed it. There's for me, it's, it's too many. It's too many. I wouldn't want to slide down the bench and hear from the first coach, something, the second coach, four seats down another one. And then a third one before I'm going on the ice, have a guy. It's a, it's a three coach lead. You get your head coach, your D and your forward coach. You don't need, and, and I think Alfie would be better served up top too, unless he's going to take over that position, which I mm-hmm. could see. But it feels a little ceremonial this weekend, and he might be doing some reporting on the sidelines as well yeah. for um, Ann Lauer and, and kind of taking a deeper look for Ann sure. Lauer, right? That, so there is that as well. But I, I, I think a guy that would see the game as well as Alfie would would be really good up top, and then you bring him down, and then your head coach and him can sit down between every period. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say this. So it's once you get back on the bench, um, it's exciting as hell. So maybe he wants to stay on too. Like you're there, you're right in the battle again. Yes. Blood's flowing. You're He's an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Well, look, he, he, uh, he won the Padel tournament. He beat all the guys that are right. Uh, like he doesn't want to lose at anything. So I, so here's, I guess my other question then is if you're a player, and I know you don't want to have a bunch of voices in your head all the time. I get it. But if you've got Alfie on the bench, who's yeah. universally respected for everything that he's been able to do in his career, does it give you any kind of boost when you're, say, a young guy like Tim Stutzla? Maybe not for Claude Giroux. Maybe not so much Brady Kachuk. But there's a bunch of other guys that he could be talking to. Could he not? What do you think, Bob? Uh, you know what? I, I missed that because I was looking at the paddle tournament because <laughs> I just <laughs> I just turned around to put it on because I wanted to see who actually won that because I didn't believe you. <laughs> oh, Al- Alfie won it. He, he won. did. He actually, yeah, he destroyed okay. everybody. Like, yeah. He's he's crazy good. 
Yeah, I had to go type that in while you were talking about it because you got me <laughs> my curiosity peak. So that's the first time I'll ever have to ask you to repeat a question. I apologize. <laughs> no, I, I I appreciate you now finally starting to do some work though. Um, uh, yep, is, trying. <laughs> even watch the hockey game. Come on. <laughs> is the for younger guys maybe not Claude Giroux and but the yeah. older guys, but for the young guys, does he provide any kind of spark to them being on the bench i guess is my point if you can have alfie come over to you uh and say listen if you just moved your i don't know left foot six inches you would have been good no okay. not the, i okay. mean honestly no um i i think if he were to take over in a, in in that role it would but it, for them it's just ceremonial to have him back there right now okay. too. They, they're not reading yeah. anything into it they'll absolutely listen because it's daniel alfredson and when he says something you're gonna you're gonna hear it but yeah. No, not you, there's no there's no shock and all factor with them back there. If, if okay, you're understanding what I I'm would saying. say, uh, yeah, I that's say, that's what I want to know. Yeah, you say the young guys. I'd say one guy would like if if somebody was going to tell someone like Claude, I think he would respect it a lot more coming from Alfie than and no disrespect to Davis Payne, but it's like a lot of guys will say, well, fuck. yeah, <laughs> it's, shut you, up, <laughs> you couldn't carry my skates. <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember I remember one time uh, I got in a fight in preseason with Ben Sherratt and DJ came down and he's like, what'd you do? what happened there? And I was like, I don't know. I was just I always kind of fought in preseason because like you just show that you're not going to take it all year and you take you get it out of the way and then people leave you alone. Um, but Painter said and he was kidding. He's like, my day you used to have to run through the conference before you got that kind of room, like just kind of joking. And I was like, what league? Like, <laughs> so what are you talking about? <laughs> the, Charles Chiefs. <laughs> the uh the thing about too like and everybody has this idea that that players are being coached on the bench an nhl player when they make a mistake they know right away what they've done or what they haven't done like you already know and when you get to the bench you, you know most of the time the coach won't say anything because the coach knows unless you're a young guy but so many guys are so self-aware um yeah at least I was as a defenseman, um, but uh, yeah, people might say, uh, well, "Well, if you're so people might say, well, if they're so self-aware, why do they keep making the same mistakes?" All That's time? what I was going to just come <laughs> yeah. with. I was just about to say, "Hold on, Yorkie, hold on a second. Yeah, this team so, plays defense the same way, and it never yeah, gets better." Yeah, no, it's it's true, it's true. So, um, hey, I I just love to be a fly on the wall in some of the video sessions. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would love Maybe. to see that two on five. <laughs> just broken down like, the, the brink at goal and but that's the like thing he, is you can't call i don't know how self-aware or not self-aware i don't know how much you can go after a timmy Stutla in a video session you can show him privately and then you meet a lot of coach like you got to treat kids with kid gloves now it's different um yeah oh, they yeah. don't want to be embarrassed so it's you know it's kind of criticized in private praise in public so there's when I started, we used to just get absolutely assaulted in video. <laughs> like you, you would, oh my god! Yeah, you, you would just pray when the, like the next clip comes up, and you're like, "Is that our line?" Nope. Okay, <laughs> we get we get breather. Um, but when it was your line up there, you knew it was coming. And our line yeah. in Getzloff Perry and I just got it from Randy all the time. Yeah. But you can't do that now, so you kind of got to bring them in, show them a video so that he owns his mistake, but they don't want to get embarrassed in the room. And that videos, those video sessions dropped off so much. Yorkie, I don't know about you. Yeah. No, uh, they're gone. Um, I did them a lot when I was coaching junior and that's, <laughs> I had a little bit of old school in me and guys 
guys are hiding in the back of the dressing room. But I think that's a great opportunity. Like you're on a you're on a flight ride home from a game. I know tonight they're staying over. That's an awesome time to have the iPad on the plane. Mm-hmm. Bring somebody up to the front of the plane, sit beside you, and say, "Hey, just showing you these clips because you're relaxed, you're not getting embarrassed, and it's a great teaching moment." And that's where I could see, like, instead of whoever, maybe maybe that's that'd be a good thing for like an Alfie to sit down and do something with Timmy. Hey, Timmy, come on up here for a second. They sit together, and he shows them a few things. And I'm sure that goes on absolutely. Like it, it was it was going on in the teams I was on, but to me. That's the best type of coaching. You do it after you do it. You show a guy, and then he understands, and he knows, and he know, and he knows you're doing it not to be critical, but to help him and to help him. Yeah, agreed. Um, we got to get to lock of the day. Before we do that, I'd just like to uh, do some more business, if you will. Uh, our new partner alert. Uh, our friends over at Michelangelo's Roofing and Insulation. By the way, uh, I do appreciate uh, people who listen to the show. Um, there have been a number of calls for quotes to Michelangelo's. So I just nice. appreciate the people who listen to uh, go to our sponsors and, uh, and oh, that's what we'd like you to do. So I appreciate all you guys helping out our particular friends who sponsor the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Our owners, Mark and Nick, are huge supporters of men's mental health, and they want to continue to help raise awareness. So this month, Michelangelo's will donate a portion of the proceeds from Insulation Jobs booked this November to the Movember movement. The jobs can be completed anytime before October 31st, 2024, but must be booked in this November. Included in the booking is an assessment of your home's ventilation system to ensure with the new insulation, your home is warm and cozy this winter season, as well as keeping the heating costs down and making your home more energy efficient. Did you know improper attic ventilation can affect the health of your home and the people who live there? Me either, but Michelangelo's knows. And so give them a call. Uh, they will help you out. Contact them today, MarcoAngelos.com, or use that uh, telephone, 613-833-0001. Michelangelo's Roofing and Insulation, every detail covered. And i just like to go back to DoorDash because we didn't have it ready. Uh, Did you know there's only, I think it's 38 shopping days left until Christmas. Uh, Make gift-giving fun again with DoorDash. Shop for everyone on your list with items like gift cards, cosmetics, sleep masks. This is what Bob needs. uh, Candles and more, all available to order. Yes, even that last minute thing. Finding the perfect gift has never been easier with DoorDash. Ordering is easy. Just open the DoorDash app. Choose what you want from where you want with double DoorDash on DoorDash. You can order from multiple restaurants or stores in the same delivery without additional charges. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order, $15 or more, when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25. All uppercase letters. That's 25% off, up to $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app, and in the App Store, uh, enter code NATION25. Don't forget, code NATION25, 25% off your first order. Uh, offer valid in Canada, subject to change terms apply. Okay, gentlemen. Uh, now, uh, because I don't want to forget, the Sens will play at 11 a.m. Eastern on Saturday. They'll look to keep the streak alive of having a point in all the games. It is the lock of the day. So Minnesota, i just like to point out, comes in struggling right now. They have lost three straight games, including giving up five power play goals to Tampa the other night. Tampa went five for eight on the power play. Wow. Uh, Do you guys need me to go first? Is this going to make you feel better? Yeah. Okay. This is a Sens win for me. Wow. We're sweeping the board over there. Okay. What about you, Yorkie? I don't know if this Uh... is where I'm going to make the pay or... Yeah, the Suns the Suns play well in Sweden. I, I like it. They're uh 
I, I Minnesota uh, has been struggling, so uh, I'll take Ottawa. I want to go against the green here just to try to make up some room. Um, is the Minnesota plays tomorrow, so they'll be in a back-to-back situation, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Am I wrong there? Detroit and oh, I'll have to look it up. I thought Detroit and Toronto played. I'll try. I think you're right, but I thought Minnesota was there too. Um, so I, I'm going to take Minnesota only. I don't, I don't want to. I really don't think they're going to win this game. Um, but <laughs> they're not playing tomorrow, no Bob. It's, it's not a. It's not a back to back. It's not okay. You know what? They're going to mm-hmm. win. It's going to be a Minnesota. They're going to get their shit together. Um, <laughs> and send fans. I'm not doing this. Please understand why I'm doing it. But you got to start to separate yourself in this thing a little bit um when you can and i had them second in the division for the year so i need to i need them to start climbing yeah yeah minnesota will play the leafs on sunday so they play back to back okay okay yeah no they get they get uh, they've been getting it after it all week in sweden bob (laughs) yeah i know they're guilty they're gonna be guilty and ready Oh, and they got a lot of Swedes uh, on that team too. So they've been probably having some, having a time. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. No, I'm taking them. I got to try. Right. And, I, gotta, I need okay. it. There it is, well. I already picked. I took out, I took Ottawa. Oh, I didn't hear you. I'm, I'm, I'm on busy. the, I'm on the, I'm on the board with Ottawa here. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I think they sweep the, uh, the Swedish series and, uh, they head back to North America on a happy flight. Right, well, you're going to have uh, Anton Forsberg in goal, motivated. Mm-hmm. Very uh, motivated. I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's an Ottawa win. I, I, I don't even think it'll be anywhere like today. It'll be uh, like a 4-1 win. Do you? Last yeah. 12 versus Minnesota, the Sens are 1-9-2. and two. Yeah, but they haven't played them in Sweden. 1-9-2? Yeah. I, I didn't even you, know yeah. that. Where would you, you find that? I'm looking oh, at our our board. <laughs> I'm looking at my screen. Can't read that. It's too small, man. I need oh, to I need to figure out what website Wally goes to for these stats, though. Like, even if the just NHL.com and you start filtering stuff. No, it's a different website, but you can do it on NHL.com. But okay, no, I'm not going to do either. Just keep them coming. Hey, we haven't. <laughs> have they we even they talk- really struggled for a time against Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why or what. Maybe it's just. Minnesota played that defensive game, but they did not play well. We didn't. Uh, it was like so yeah. from 2017, or sorry, 2016 to 2019, they one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They were 0, 08 and one. You could have said that about a lot of teams we played though through some of those years. <laughs> yeah, a good you, record. <laughs> no. So I I just think it's a different team, different time. Uh, the last time they played was December 18th last year, so it's not the same. It's a different Ottawa team. They will win. I feel I feel like we're not giving enough praise to that overtime winner. We just kind of glazed over it and got You're right. right in the thing. I think we just like that was a hell of a goal, man. It reminds me. Did not Zach Smith do that one time? And we all went to him after. I was like, "Oh, did you learn to play baseball?" He's like, "That's from my baseball days." Someone else on the Sens years ago batted one out of midair. Not an overtime winner like that, mind you, uh, but that was a hell of a goal. You know yeah. much time, how much? Guess how much time was left on the clock? Two seconds. Two seconds. Two bats seconds. it out of the air when a lot of bad shit could have happened if Ottawa didn't win that game. You imagine the feeling of being up four. You blow the lead. 
and you leave that rink tonight losing, like it could be a totally different narrative right now. Instead, it's a win. And win's a win. A win's a win. Everyone's happy. Yep. Well, last night, uh, Belleville against Lavelle. Uh, Belleville was up 4 nothing and lost 6-4. Yeah, it's tough. It's, that's, it makes for a long day the next day at the rink, doesn't it? Oh, you guys have to love those days because you're like, what drama is coming out of this? That's yes. I would, it was always called job security. The worse you guys did, the more we got to work. Yeah, I, I believe that. No, was, those, yeah. those poor guys are having a day today. It, it, I, anyway, um, so Yorkie, then they have a day off in Sweden. What do they do with a day off in Sweden before the big game? Well, if you're if you're Claude Giroux, Tim Slitsa, Jake Sanderson, Brady Kachuk, Chikrin, like you're you're hydrating. A lot of guys play big minutes. Yeah, like huge minutes. They're um, um they might have a little flush. You think? Yeah, I, I would say. I can't see Claude Drew going on the ice. Get on the bike for a bit, little stretch, get ready yeah. because it's a quick it's a quick turnover and. The guys have to be a little tired over in yeah. Sweden. Tough Pedel game the other day. You're ready to go home by this point. You're like, right, you, <laughs> you, you would love to run a back-to-back and get out of there, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, because are you really doing it like at nighttime there? Like, what are you, what are you doing after like after the game tonight? You're just going back to your hotel. Then tomorrow's a rest day. Then you're playing and leaving right after the charter. Yeah, so I, I would I would prefer the back-to-back if it was me. Yeah. They, they, sh- they should just go to a Pedalta, uh, play Pedal again. Yeah, that was very cool. I did, but Wally, did you watch the video? I have watched it. Yeah, pretty crazy how you like it's a quick, quick moving game. I, I don't understand it as much, uh, because it looks like it's racquetball and pickleball and squash all into one, but yes, that's oh. what it is. It feels like they just keep making more and more sports for people that can't play true sports. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Let's play yeah. tennis. You know, you take, you've taken tennis, which is an incredible sport. Now you have pickleball. Uh, and now you have pedal where it's like, nothing's ever out of bounds. You can whack it off of something and it goes the other direction and you're still in the game. I'm, I'm, I'm I love out. it. I'm going to watch the U S open of tennis and that is it. <laughs> hey look drake and i think it was drake and a bunch of people in the weekend or whatever all bought into professional pickleball teams i did see that yeah so no, no thanks i'll go i'll go whack it around out there with Lindsay once a week and <laughs> that's when he extended my pickleball <laughs> hey speaking of drake how physical was batherson early in that game tonight like he, he laid a guy out on like he was he was hungry to start this game he had some jump tonight eh? i like I mean, he's going to get credit for the assist on the overtime goal. It's a fluky one. It's a weird one. I think he had another one. Um, yeah. Somewhere in some. Yeah. The so Kachuk I, tip. The Kachuk tip. I'm sorry. So that's truly, you know, another. That's a fluky goal. So we gave up a couple, got a couple, if you really think about it. The, the second Kachuk goal wasn't a great pass. I mean, it was a great pass, but that never should happen. The defenseman just yeah. out to lunch uh, in front of Brady. So, uh, but that going back to Drake, he had some jump, I thought. Yeah, I like I like I like when he plays like a little with a little edge like this, where you're a little, yeah. little pissed off, a little angry. Cause he's a big, strong guy, right? Like, what is yeah. he six three? Is he six three, Bob? Six three. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. sneaky big. He is. He's he takes a lot of heat, so I I'm trying to figure out who or what he is as a player because fans 
and we they look at plus minus. They see him play defense, or they don't think he does, lack thereof. But he's got five points in three games. He puts up points. So, what do we say Drake Batherson is as a player? Is that like? Do you guys understand what I'm I'm getting at here? I think he's just a very nice complimentary player. He he compliments the players around him. He's adaptable. He can play up and down the first three lines. Um, he's not great defensively. I think that much is known. Um, he's prone to lapses and getting beat off the wall and things like that. You're going to have those with him, but he's also at 4.8 when he could be a $7 million player elsewhere. So learn to love him. <laughs> right? that's, what he, that's what he is. He's a $4.8 so million dollar player. <laughs> can people relax on the defensive side or because the team has been so defensively poor no, that he doesn't just, get the pass? I just think you can never just take a pass on that. You continually have to get better as a pro at, at your weakest parts of your game. And what Bob just said, like a lot of those things are taking better angles in your own zone to the point. And I think this is a little bit of a problem with a lot of the forwards on the senators. They are not good at getting into the shooting lanes. Horrible. Horrendous. And, and they've added two players in the summer that are, are not good either. Like Tarasenko, I know it's not his game, but like he's flamingoing on his way out to the point tonight and, 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 and Kubalik as well. Like those are both shooters. So are we going um, back to Yorkie vids? No, I don't. We don't need to see it. Um, what, can we, but that's, I want to run the video. It? Oh, to show the video. Yeah. I, I thought Tarasenko was pretty good tonight. I did. Here's what he is. He's a great, he's, he's just because he's, we he's, point out things that are, perhaps wrong in the game doesn't mean the players didn't play well i think we people need to um, understand that we're not thing, picking on players games just showing here's the thing if if you want to be a really good hockey team your forwards have to buy in to making some sacrifices in the d zone and i haven't seen that yet with the entire group of the senators forwards for a full 60 minutes and that's why they're going to continue to be inconsistent until they until these forwards change their mind and uh, it's just you can't have some guys doing it and some guys not doing it. Like you can see why the coaching staff likes to put, I'll say his name again, Rourke Chartre on the ice. No, no, <laughs> oh, Yorkie. <laughs> yes, because he's not going to really make any plays offensively or do anything. But when he's on the ice, you can trust him in his own zone because he's going to do all those little things that coaches love. He got hit by a sniper on the goal there, going out to the point. <laughs> no, that was uh, that was that was Gerventi there. Was that Gerventi? Okay, so I was like, oh, that was hit. terrible. I was. I yeah. actually had the um, I had the Red Wings feet on because I'm of the where area that I'm at here, and the way it worked was, is it who's the who's the old gentleman Mickey that does the, um, the old player that. Mickey Redmond. Yeah. yeah. So you hear them talking the about the goal gentleman. and you just, you heard Mickey go, somebody blew a friggin' tire. <laughs> he has no care in the world. eh? Oh, Mickey's a beauty. I'm just mad. I know I never got to meet him because I was there for that COVID year. So it was just, oh, you, know, right. you, you never saw anybody. Oh, that's too bad. There's so much history there, but uh, yeah, no, that was, uh, that was Javanti there. He got, just blew a tire. Yeah. Two, like, Two of the, I think I said this earlier, two of Detroit's goals tonight, like one goes off the back and one's a guy blows a tire. Um, there was all kinds of mistakes made on yeah. both sides for both of these teams. It was a pretty sloppy game. Like we mentioned those, pa like the one goal by Kachuk, 
Like that puck should never get to him through the crease that passed from Timmy. What was like, yeah? What was Sherratt doing? It was like somebody gave him the script and said Brady Brady needs to get too early. Like, <laughs> I mean that puck that puck wasn't even coming fast. I know. <laughs> and you could tell it was coming. Like, like if yeah, that mean, play if that play happens to one of Ottawa's defensemen, oh my god, they're getting roasted, roasted, roasted on Twitter. <laughs> but that's, yeah. uh, that was a tough uh, one. That was tough, but no, like that's why Ottawa like they have to clean up the little things in their own zone, and it's it's a game in and game night of of different guys doing it at different times. Okay, yeah. so but they get the win. Yeah, JBD played well. Tim mm-hmm. Stutzla had a good game. They like Brady Kachuk. I think Drake played well. I'm gonna take this as a big positive. Wins a win. Wins a win. You don't question them. Right? They're 500. That's huge, I think, for this group right now. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I agree. They come home from this trip 2-0. Um, right? We're, it's different. Well, 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 it's a different vibe, yes. Yeah. yeah. If you lose to a Minnesota over there, no matter you're, you're we're going to be yeah. talking about the sky falling again. Because they come back. Oh, what do they have? Well, So they, they only play off. two more games now after for the rest of the month. It's incredible that I'll be on vacation for both those. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I, love that, I love that you're making me do a Thanksgiving show. We're gonna have to talk about this. I want I want a poll put up on our next podcast before that. Should <laughs> Bob do a Thanksgiving show? We, we did a Canadian I, Thanksgiving show. I don't celebrate. Not that the same. Long. Our Thanksgiving sucks compared to the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> like let's let's call a spade a spade. Like. This is problem with we don't know we don't know how to milk our holidays here in Canada. The, the Americans milk Thanksgiving for like an entire week. It's a like week, it's, yeah. It's yeah. it's unbelievable. It's it's so good. We also don't have a we we don't have a holiday every month like you guys do. Hey, family weekend. Everybody gets Friday <laughs> off. <laughs> what <laughs> family day? So, oh, family there's day. A, there's a poll now in the chat. Should Bobby do an American Thanksgiving show? <laughs> oh. I need all right. I I'm see, gonna be active on I Twitter see. here. <laughs> Bob, I think you should take you take it off. I'll be there, boys. I'll be no, coming to you from Thursday, 9 a.m. Thursday morning. I'll be coming to you from uh Rosemary Beach, oh. Florida. Nice. I'll be out on oh, the patio. Wow. Like, but you're supposed to be at home. It's Thanksgiving. You're supposed to have a big turkey dinner. I'm you're on big, big, big turkey turkey buffet that somebody I don't have the kids this year, so we're going traveling. Why not? <laughs> Why not? You should come up here. That's what would have been good. I'll get up there in February when it's real cold. (laughs) Yeah. Do a show from the canal. (laughs) Like we'll go skating on the canal. No. (laughs) Have you skated on the canal, Bob? Uh, Yes. Yeah. And? It's just another place to skate. (laughs) I I don't know. Um, I I didn't do it um, much. I think I did it twice. Yeah. The last thing you want to do when you're in the NHL season is yeah. put your skate skates on another extra day. You don't have to. <laughs> you know, some people just like it, Yorkie. Okay, I'm Bob. Yeah, no, <laughs> right? No, no. I think Bob's I, yeah. a warm weather person. I'm not. Yeah, I was never chasing more skates. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm if I'm skating with my kids, I'm bringing. I we used to do a Sunday ritual in Boston when my kids were. They were uh, they were seven and six. Every Sunday when we had off, kids would come down, skate to the garden. 
much better than freezing your butt outside. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Uh, all right, gentlemen. Uh, I don't want to, then I don't want to waste up my time with Bob. If he's, uh, if we've got him convinced to do a show, I don't want to make him wait any longer. So yep. now that we have him locked in, uh, we are back Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, next week. Yorkie, I think we still have to figure out a time, but I believe, Oh, 77% say you should do an American Thanksgiving show. So, uh, yes. I don't know they said I should. Fun. Yeah. It's not yeah. friendly, guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're in. All uh, because I took Minnesota. <laughs> that'll, that'll learn you. Uh, everybody, thanks for joining us for our post-game show. We'll see if we'll do another one later in the year. But uh, for now, uh, we'll talk to you on Monday. See you, everybody. Thank you. See you guys. Good night. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 